I've got to be honest, I think that a lot of the time they don't seem to like you. There's a lot of hard work and there'll be, it's blood, sweat and tears. I don't know, you know, if I suddenly get a guitar out, is, is it believable? 23. Well, that's really shit. This is Your Welcome America presents Totally Scott Lee. Episode 5. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. And for the next three weeks, we're recapping and reliving the MTV UK classic reality show, Totally Scott Lee. And you can watch along with us because the episodes are still on YouTube. Still? Lisa has not had them ripped down just yet. She's, she's in negotiations. She's trying to tear them off the internet. Okay, for the uninitiated, we need to tell you what Totally Scott Lee is about. It follows Lisa Scott Lee from Pop Supergroup Steps as she tries to forge a solo career. Along for the ride are her family, the other Scott Lees, manager Nath, and of course, Michelle Heaton. Okay, Fraser, what happened in episode five? Oh, Quick recap, please. God, what didn't happen? I mean, we started at Cafe Nero. We challenged gender norms. A wasp attacked people. A song got recorded. <laughs> and we shot two consecutive music videos. In one day. In one day. In one day. In the same airplane hangar. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Okay, before we properly get into it with the whole episode, we've had an email. <laughs> we've had an email from Julie. <laughs> Julie O'Donnell said, so in the latest podcast, which was episode four, Fraser isn't sure where he's got the name Nicola from. Mm-hmm. For, as Julie says, for the manager lady. <laughs> and now Julie says, probably way off the mark, but could Fraser be thinking of the reality show Katie and Peter? Always. Where they had two managers, one called Nicola and one called Claire. Claire Powell. Claire Powell. And Julie says... Nicola and Claire both had a similar energy, e.g. arms folded, sunglasses on head. And Julie's saying that Nicola and Claire have the same energy as Nicola and Totally Scott Lee. Right, right, right. Okay, got it. Um, And then Julie says, I've never been a fan of Steps, didn't even know that Lisa Scott Lee had a solo career, (laughs) and I've not watched the Totally Scott Lee series, but your podcast is amazing. Wow. Well, she really must enjoy this bullshit we're talking about, because that's a lot of things you you need to know for this, so Julie, thank you for for being on board until episode five, at the very least. She might not tune into this one. Yeah, she might have dropped off. Yeah, dropped off after ep four. We recommend, you know, just looking into the two two good Good, uh, Lisa Scott Lee singles. Lately, a shaman died and baby. And what's the other one? Too far gone. It's a scone. And I like it with jam and cream. cream. Not butter. Okay, sorry. So thank you for getting in touch. Hey, if like Julie, you want to get in touch, there's a few different ways you can do it. Get in touch on Instagram. You're welcome, America. On Twitter, you're welcome, USA. Oh, shit. I should quickly check. Oh, yeah. Wait, so I'm going over to the Twitter section of the You're Welcome, America studio where I've got a giant iPad one. Okay. And just while Ben's, while we're going over to the Twitter hub, I can just let you know that our email address that, that Jules uh, dropped us an email on was You're Welcome, America. America podcast at gmail.com. I love how Julie O'Donnell's quickly become Jules. Whoa, we're up to 40 followers. Oh my God. What yeah. a, we're a fucking sensation. Oh, we're really doing it. <laughs> so, shall we get into it? Absolutely. So this is story of the family. It's a game of make or break. Because they all know how to get dropped. Okay, it's episode five of Totally Scott Lee. First scene I've called Coffee cat shop at Cafe Nero. I just called it Cafe Nero at the end of Charlotte Street. Perfect. I'm still convinced that this is exactly where we're at in this location. Well, you should know because the camera crew is positioned across the other side of the street. <laughs> very distant from Andy and Lisa having their coffee cat shop. I actually wrote at one point, this was shot from inside a bin outside of the Charlotte Street Hotel. I feel like <laughs> I feel like one of, those, one of those APs is in a bin with a camera just filming them from across the street. Now, what do you think Andy and Lisa are drinking? drinking while they sit at that cold rickety metal table. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that Andy doesn't like coffee, so I think he's having a hot chocolate. 
Oh, okay. And Lisa is 100% having a cappuccino. No, she's a latte. Oh, you think she's a latte I girl? I think back in these days, she's a, gi- a giant creamy latte. Okay. But I, yeah. I do stand by my my theory that for some reason, I think Andy doesn't drink coffee and that he's just he's have, he has a hot chocolate every time they go to like a, a coffee shop. Who do you, who do you think paid... For these, for this hot choc, for this hot chalky. Oh, the the show. The show. I think. Well, I think Lisa paid for it, but Andy, Andy went to get out money, and Lisa was like, "No, Andy, I'll pay for it. Save the receipt. Get get the crew to pay for it. It's three <laughs> fifty. Yeah. Oh, she's thrifty. Yeah. So Lisa and Andy are sitting outside, or should I say, sat outside? Yeah. Lisa and Andy are sat outside Cafe Nero, and there is the first time. Well, as far as we're aware that they're discussing everything that's happened with the engagement. Face-to-face. Face-to-face. Yeah, and I guess I guess on camera is mm. also it's the first time they've talked about it in front of the crew. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of Andy... So I don't know where he's got this information from because Andy keeps saying, well, some people have said that I only proposed to Michelle to keep her happy. Some people, and he's being very cagey about it, but it, it's Johnny that said that, right? Well, no, well it's Lisa that said that over oh, the tapas yeah. and the square balls. Oh, of course, of course, because it was... No, because I thought Johnny said Andy told me that he only proposed to her to keep her happy. Oh, well then... And then, and then Lisa, Lisa goes, I'd want to keep, keep her happy. happy. Exactly. So basically it's both Johnny yeah. and Lisa. But Andy's being really strange. He keeps saying some people. Yeah, because this episode clearly hasn't aired. They haven't watched yeah, the exactly. <laughs> so, And I don't think the production... I don't think this was back in the day where producers were really like in everyone's ear. like No. Like, do you know what I mean? So I'm a bit confused they, about this, it. This show didn't need that kind of sneaky guidance. There was They were delivering it all by themselves, weren't they? And then Lisa replies, well, I think some people were just being sarcastic. Yeah. So she's kind of referring to herself, I, I think, think so, there. yeah. Now, something I want to point out in this scene is that the vocab, okay? Mm-hmm. So Andy, and there's a lot of like, well, at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> the phrase, you know, is yeah. used a lot. There's a lot of like, well... You know, the thing is, when it, you, know, you know, when it comes to marriage, well, you know. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, how many times do you think the phrase, you know, is said in this scene? Oh, uh, three times. The correct answer is six. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> in this one tiny scene, the phrase, well, you know, is used six times. Oh, this is such a, I found this scene very strange. It was... You know, it's like, oh, Andy's, Andy needs to grovel down towards Lisa. But again, he's not in the wrong. So... And I feel like she's run out of steam by this point, hasn't she? So she's kind of just cradling that big, that big latte, and she's kind of just... The, the, the moaning is really just petering out at this point, isn't it? She's well, like, oh, yeah. I'm also know. confused because previously the gripe was that Andy and Michelle hadn't properly told the family mm. that they were engaged. But now it sounds like the gripe is coming from <laughs> Andy. And Andy's saying, well, I hear people are saying that... Yeah. I haven't got engaged for the real reasons. Yeah, so it's and a bit I'm of... not actually happy. It's it's yeah. snowballed into something completely different, hasn't it? Yeah, which is weird because that's kind of the subtext of what they were talking about. But I don't know if it's ever been the you know the overt text. But I guess at some point it's been mentioned to him I by like, someone. I liked your phrase overt text. Yeah, is like a compa- is like the the, What's the opposite. What is the opposite of subtext? I don't know, but just text. Just text. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great, there's a really great phrase here where, or just a great moment, probably the best moment in the scene where Andy says, I do want to be with her and, you know, I, I think we've got a good future together. And Lisa just says, good. No, no, no. He ends it. He says, you know, and I am happy. Pause, pause, pause. Good. And she takes a <laughs> sip of her giant latte. <laughs> I made a note about Andy's outfit in this scene, wearing mm-hmm. his, his brown leather jacket with his, like, his jeans. And I, I made a note that I would definitely want the outfit in 2005. Yeah. I wanted every element of that outfit. It's like that kind of, that brown leather jacket with that very specific collar, that yeah. kind of square collar. It's a little bit shiny. His jeans, I think they might be from Firetrap. Oh, you think so? I was thinking maybe they were a diesel. Oh, Firetrap or diesel, distressed. Yeah. yeah. A little bit grubby. It was that whole kind of like, I don't know, um, as if everyone at that time wanted to look like they wore jeans to work on a car. I I remember ripping my own jeans and my mum being really annoyed at me at the time. She was like, why would you want to buy clothes that are already ripped? And you're like, you don't like, get it. Understand. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> and then obviously one of the points that comes up is, you know, he says, I'm not just marrying her for the money for the okay deal. Mm-hmm. And then he says, you know, I've got the panto and that's 40k. Lisa's like, yeah, 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 that's good, the panto. It's hard work, though. Well, okay, question with the 40K. Yeah. So, 
panto. This is pantomime for American listeners. I feel like there's probably one American listener at this point for this um, offshoot of Your Welcome America. Thanks for being with us. (laughs) Um, So pantomime, it's a uh, Christmas show at a theater that happens every year, like a Cinderella or Peter Pan. It's on stage. We won't get into it. Now, (laughs) panto, how many weeks is that? That's that from like beginning of December to the first week in January? Yeah. No, no, no. They go through, I think they go a couple of weeks into January. So it's, it's six weeks? Something like that. So six weeks work. You're doing... You're two, doing two shows a day. At one point later on in the episode, I, ha- I heard three times a day. No, but that's them talking about Starlight Express. <laughs> so he's... So we're talking... I would say seven shows a week because mm. you wouldn't do one on a Sunday. You do maybe do every other day. You've got that matinee on a Saturday. Yeah. So he's doing seven shows a week for six weeks and he's getting paid 40K. <laughs> I thought you were going to give me a breakdown of how much he was getting per show. Oh, okay, hang on. <laughs> I, we just, you and I just stared at each, into each other's <laughs> eyes and like with a look of panic in both our faces. Okay, seven times six is 42. <laughs> so he's getting less than less than a grand per show. Oof. They are, and Lisa's not, she's not wrong. They are hard work. They are hard work. It's very energetic. And you because like, you've also got rehearsals. And also, is this before tax? Uh, who knows? Must be. And also, is manager Nath getting a cut of this? Probably. Yeah, probably. He's probably in it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's probably he's the back at, back at buttons. He's so buttons. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. At the end of the scene, Andy says, I'm getting 40k for the panto. Then Lisa says, it's fucking hard work, so don't rush into it. Talking about the panto or marriage. <laughs> both. Bit of, bit of both. Bit of both. So next up, we have a scene. What did you call this next scene? I called this next scene, Misha and Andy go around Lisa's. I called it gender norms. Oh, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> so, you know, I wrote at the top of this scene, because basically what we have is Johnny and Andy in the, in the back garden having a kickabout, <laughs> and uh, Michelle and Lisa are making lunch. More of a brunch, really, isn't it? More of a brunch. And uh, I said this scene would be so much better if it was Michelle and Lisa having a kickabout and Andy and Johnny making brunch. <laughs> Love to see the small talk between Lisa and Michelle where they kick a football around. Well, and we know from later in this episode that Michelle's sporting prowess <laughs> Not pretty great. spectacular. Well, that's what happens when you wear parachute pants to a golf course, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so I don't know if you noticed, but Andy was wearing like a, a wrist cuff in this scene. I was very intrigued by it. Now, he also, I, I noticed this wrist cuff later. So we're in the year t- 2005. Yeah. Now, early 2000s, those kind of sweatband wrist cuffs yeah. were a big deal. I wore one heavily in 2003. Oh, so you're saying you were ahead of the trend. Oh, well, I just think 100% ahead, ahead of the trend. And I think he's <laughs> behind it. Because I don't think people were wearing them in 2005. Uh, no, maybe. When was university again? Well, I don't know. I didn't go to uni with you. We started the same year because I took a year out. Oh, you did that gap year. I did. Yeah, okay. I started in 2003. Yeah, well, there we go then. So, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, actually. I wore, my, I wore them in, like, 2004, I think. Oh, okay. Maybe, like, second year. I definitely had a couple of sweatbands from Top Man. Yeah. But 2005? I think they were gone by I then. Was, I, 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 was, I had a more sophisticated look by my last year of university. Sure. <laughs> um, also, notably, in terms of clothes in this scene, Johnny's wearing... Do you remember those early 2000s polo shirts? Oh, yeah. Those, like, distressed polo shirts. You'd pop the collar on and you maybe layer it with a T underneath. Yeah, it looks very Hollister, doesn't it? High-end would be Hollister. Low-end would be, it like, was, Burton's menswear. But it was pre-Hollister. Right, so do you think it was Burton's menswear? Probably Burton's. Yeah. And all those kind of pastel colours. Yeah. Blue uh, ink, did you have that store? No. Shop? Store. Look, um, look at me. Shop. Talking about a store. Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought you were just saying there was a shop just called Shop. <laughs> no, no, no. Did you have shop? Just, we, we had shops. <laughs> we did have shops up in Scotland. Yeah. No, we had, we had USC and we had... What? There was something that wasn't... Madhouse. Like, we had a shop called Madhouse. I remember Madhouse, but I don't quite remember what that was. Madhouse, the interior of our Madhouse store looked very much like the industrial zone from the Crystal Maze. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like metal, you know, that like metal thing with like the yes. bumps on it. There was a lot of that on the walls and like blue neon kind of lights. It really looked like that. I feel like Shu had that aesthetic for a while. Do you remember? Shoe? Yes, I do remember. Shu. <laughs> Shu. <laughs> to our one American listener, the reason we're pronouncing Shu like that is because it was spelled S C H U E H. Oh, maybe there was an H at the end. All I, I mean, all I know is the first half of the word was very. <laughs> anyway. Oh. So they're talking, they're just talking about the kind of potential of Johnny having to extend the Starlight Express tour. (laughs) And Andy says one of my favorite lines where he says, 
you know, he's talking about Pantone being like, oh, it's going to be quite like hard work. And then he's talking about Starlight Express and he's like, well, I guess it is it's hard work because you're on skates all the time, aren't you? And he's like, but you're looking good to old Johnny. As we know, Johnny's lost somewhere between one pound to ten stone, according to Lisa, and everyone else around him. Because he's doing those eight shows a week for Starlight Express. Yeah. That's, that's eight, eight roller workouts a week. That's a lot. <laughs> that makeup that he has to put on himself melting off every night. Meanwhile, Mish and Lise. Oh, Mish and Lise. Mish and Lise. They're in the kitchen. They're really, like, just really reading that recipe book. Clattering around as Clattering well. Around to make that hollandaise sauce. Yeah, it took me, it took me, this whole scene, it was a, a mystery that had to unfold where I couldn't work out what they were making to start with. Because, first of all, they're just, they're looking at a recipe book and they're talking about how they have to microwave a pot of boiling water or something the, the instruction was very odd it's very I feel like it starts like they're baking a cake yeah and then uh, then the next thing you see is uh, Lisa pulling out the, the grill tray and you see some sausages burning so I thought oh toad in the hole because I thought oh she's make, cooking the sausages and then Misha's making the batter and then you combine that together to make the toad in the hole wow okay have you never made toad in the hole before no yeah you, you have to like the batter you know is yeah. it just like mashed potatoes? No, that's bangers and mash. What are you talking about? What's Toad in the Hole again? Toad in the Hole is the Yorkshire pudding with the sausages in it. I've never eaten that. Are you crazy? I've never eaten that. Toad in the Hole is so good. I'm going to make you a Toad in the Hole. I don't even know how to make it. Well, no, I don't like US sausages. Because oh, you know damn. how the US just doesn't like to do yeah. sausages? It's always like a chicken sausage and it comes in the, the shape of like a square. And you're like, what? Well, if we can, if, you know, I'll get some sausages imported on like dry ice from the UK. That'd some be walls, great. Some walls sausages. Some walls bangers. <laughs> some walls bangers. And I'll make you a <laughs> toad in the hole. Did you ever have those sausages that were called Wee Willy Winkies? <laughs> that, <laughs> that sounds like a Scottish thing to me. They were like these really thin sausages. <laughs> like a chipolata. No, 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 because they were like, they were longer than a chipolata <laughs> and thinner, and they looked a bit like what? dehydrated wee willy winkies. Like a pepperami. Uh, that, sh- that shape, but less, that size, but less circular. <laughs> like this. Yeah, this, this brand does not look familiar to me. Okay. But I, no, I don't remember this brand. It was just like a style of sausages. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I also loved earlier how you said, oh, yeah, they've invited them around for brunch. <laughs> And they're making, like, sausages, bacon, and a hollandaise sauce. Well, I feel like there is obviously some attempts at Eggs Benedict that we're not seeing, right? Yeah. There's an Eggs Benedict element that we're not getting to see. Meanwhile, as they're cooking this, Mm. something burns and that fire alarm goes off. But don't (laughs) worry, because Lisa, like, trots over to the the bat door and she wafts it. There's a lot of wafting going on. A lot of wafting, wafting of that bat door. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. I will say the chemistry between her and Misha's... It's awkward as hell, isn't it? It's, it's amazing. It's so tense in that kitchen. And Michelle, I have to say, is she's. I think she's the one making it more awkward. She's just kind of just standing there, like holding her hair behind her ears the whole time, like not really doing anything. Well, her outfit and her style in this in general, she's got super straight and long hair. Her hair looks like that dog in the Magic Roundabout. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a Dougal. Dougal. <laughs> she's got a real Dougal hair on. And she's got those kind of striped you know, like a, a badger kind of stripe um, highlights as well, isn't she? Mm. And she's also layered a pink vest top but with like a white tee underneath it. I like to think that's a nod to, oh, it's a long sleeve top actually, isn't it? And I think that's her nod to like modesty. She's like, oh, we're going around to Lisa Fernandes. I'll, I'll pop that white top on underneath, make it well, more she, like well, she's practical. Gonna, she's going to be a wife soon. Yeah, exactly. So she's got to really just, you know, clean up her act. Did you catch this, that really depressing part of Johnny and Andy's conversation where Johnny's like, they're talking about Starlight Express and he's like, oh, someone's got to pay the bills and mortgage around here. And it made me feel so depressed just thinking about Lisa and Johnny's mortgage. I'm, I'm not worried about Lisa and Johnny's mortgage. <laughs> no. From Johnny's perspective, I am. Yes. But I feel like... That's, he, what, that's what I meant when I felt depressed. I was thinking about his like pittance that he's getting for Starlight Express. And the, I don't know, because Lisa's sitting on Steps money, which has got to be something, right? I also feel like Lisa's sensible, she's, not flashy. She's thrifty, yeah. I feel like she's she that house is paid in full. Yeah. Although the, I, maybe she's they've paid... Okay, here's... I've, I've got it. <laughs> okay. They both bought the house together. Right. But the, the, the half that Lisa bought, she's paid in full. And Johnny's still paying off his half. His half of the house. Right. That's what's going on. Okay. And I feel like Lisa's done some like good investments somewhere. She's fine. Dubai, remember? Well, she Dubai, invested well, she, in Dubai. Oh, she sure did. <laughs> and then there's that really, that lovely little throwaway line from Andy where he's like, well, you know, you do get to come home sometimes from the shows, you know, came back from Kent. 
Did you get that? Did you catch that? Just the thought of, it made me feel so depressed, the thought of Johnny driving back from like Hearn Bay Theatre, like driving, you know, along the motorway back to Windsor and being like, oh yeah, I've just driven from Kent. Do you like, think oh, he drives... Maidstone. Do you think he, he, he's so good at it now, he now drives the car wearing his roller skates? Because <laughs> that's a no, bit of I a death think, trap. I think to save money, he just puts his roller skates on and just holds onto the back of cars all the way back to Windsor. Oh, like, like <laughs> Jerry in the Scream If You Want to Go yeah, Faster video. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so they're making the food. Note the square plates. Yeah. Square plates come out. And then Andy trots into the kitchen and sees Oof. the sees the girls yeah, doing the, the woman's food, job. Doing the woman's job. And he says, Oh, this is nice. Back to how it was. <laughs> and it's really awkward. Oh, it's isn't horrible. It? The atmosphere gets even thicker than it was before. Nowhere in this scene is there a conversation about the engagement and what no. went wrong. That's clearly all happened yeah. some other time. Yeah. Um, this and is obviously this scene is meant to be like we'll get back together and we'll show everyone that we're all in a good space again but obviously mm-hmm. the cracks are still very evident and Misha's just very quiet just very quiet whisking that holidays like holiday sauce yeah she's just she's grinning and bearing this this meal isn't and she's she? not grinning <laughs> she's bearing <laughs> she's bearing <laughs> okay they then head outside and they sit on big chunky heavy garden furniture I actually wrote a question where mm. do you think this furniture is from this is the kind of garden furniture in the early 2000s that could either be really expensive yeah. or it could be from Costco well home base Oh, home base. Yeah, like B and Q. I was thinking the same. It's either like B and Q or home base, or she's paid an extortion, like an extortion amount of money for it from some like I'm trying to think of what a designer garden furniture boutique in the UK would be. And oh, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know that. Sorry. Um, okay, so they head outside and they're all chatting. And I have to say, with that chunky furniture, if it is an expensive one, I hope they cover it in winter. Yeah. Or maybe take it inside. Yeah, well, I think they can get some nice tarpaulin for oh, it that's and cover good. it up. Okay, okay. Um, so Andy has a single coming out potentially the same month as Lisa. Yeah, October. October. So they're concerned about that. And she says, you know, you know, a lot of you knows going yeah. on. She says, well, you know, Andy, just take your time. You've got to get it right. Yeah. You know? And he says, kind of like, oh, you know, but, you know, if it does come out, maybe I'll, you know, kick your, kick your butt or whatever. He says something really lame like that. And she's like, oh, you, you better watch it. <laughs> they have like a real limp exchange. Misha in silence. Yeah, Misha's still just like, just more and more miserable. You just try to eat that holiday sauce <laughs> that she's been whipping up for like an hour. She's like, just get through it, Michelle. Just get through it, Michelle. And then to really cut the tension, a wasp attacks. <laughs> so there's a lot of, there's a lot of kerfuffle around this wasp. And then I think nothing sums up Lisa and Johnny's dynamic more than the fact that he kills the wasp and then makes a karate kid joke and calls himself Mr. Miyagi and says, I could have caught that caught with chopsticks. And again, it's one of the only times I've seen Lisa laugh in a genuine way. She loved that joke. She loved it. She loved that joke almost as much as the computer in the shopping center. And then, and then Johnny says, your granddad would have liked that. Yeah, and she's like, oh yeah. I don't know what they're referring to, the Maybe. joke. I think all of the above. I think the granddad obviously hated wasps and loved the Karate Kid. Famously hated wasps. <laughs> Maybe he died from a wasp sting. Oh, like so, in My Girl. Exactly. So he actually <laughs> liked the fact that Johnny killed a wasp. Perfect. Of course the, the dead granddad would like that. Imagine if they programmed that computer in the shopping center to tell with Johnny's voice telling his <laughs> Karate Kid jokes. Lisa would literally... I don't think she could survive that. I'm also... What's she wearing? I'm... <laughs> she wearing in this scene? She's wearing a little top, um, some little <laughs> denim kind of play shorts. Her hair's in a quiff again. Oh, she loves quiff. Pompadour for, for that one American <laughs> listener out there. And then, <laughs> then like much like the girl from The Ring that comes out of the well, Michelle's just backed up against the wall with her long hair covering her face. And she's, she's emotionless and just standing with her back against the wall like she's about to, she just walked out of the television. Yeah, what's weird about this scene is that I feel like out of all of them, I would have expected Mish to be the one to make a scene about a wasp. Well, it's strange. It's almost like she knows that this is Lisa's territory and she can't make a scene also about the wasp because because she's just trying to not rock the boat, isn't she? Well, she just wants to see that Hollandaise, doesn't she? <laughs> freeze frame, you've just paused it on. That face of misery again. At the end of the scene, there's a lovely moment where the wasp is now dead, but Lisa doesn't know if it's wasp or egg that's on her arm. <laughs> and then Andy says, oh, it's wasp blood. And then in unison, Lisa and Michelle just go, oh, don't. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing Michelle says in this entire scene, isn't it? I've also never, well, I must have seen Karate Kid when I was a child. I don't understand the wasp killing thing. Oh, no, he was referring to the fact that in a scene, Mr. Miyagi catches a fly with a pair of chopsticks. 
So it's and he's saying that he had oh, the dexterity to catch okay. the fly. Yeah, it's a, whoa, that is straight content. Yeah, that I was going to say be on our podcast. I'm a little bit upset that I understood that much of it, to be honest. Well, I blame your brother. Yeah, I do too. Okay, we next. Next I'd up, say, we're in a learner car. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is very much a scenelet. Now, this is the scenelet of scenelets. I don't think it was a learner plate. I think it was a green L. So I think it was for someone who's just who's passed their test. You know, when they give you those plates, the new driver, new driver plates. I so, don't. I. Th- I don't think you're right. I think. I think it. No. I think it's. I think it's a red L. Hang on. We're watching the scene again. Oh yeah. No. You're, no. It is. It's a red L. Red yeah. L. So that's just for any American listeners um, who have watched this scene. Let when you're learning to drive, you have to get what we call L plates, which are white magnetic things that you stick to your car with a big red L on them to denote the fact that you are a learner driver. So it's not like this country where you can hop in a car at 15 and with your friends and go and smash into things. People know you're a learner and you have to be with someone over, what is it, someone over 21? Who knows? I've forgotten. Who's the learner? Mish. Okay, fair. Just think about that Frappuccino scene. Oh, that's true, driven around. I also remember this car. It was like a... A really fun hard top um, convertible. Okay. Which what, what, what? I was about to say, what brand? I is think it? it's like a Renault, some sort of Renault car or something like that, or Corsa. <laughs> but it had a hard top, and you could press a button, the hard top would come off. Right. Like ele- electronically. Okay. It's a big deal. Great for the the British environment. Yeah, perfect. Along because, with that patio furniture. Yeah, because you know it does does well in the winter. <laughs> so at this point, Andy kind of says like, "Oh, that was good. I think that went really well." And Michelle just replies, "Yeah." I think the hollandaise sauce is really good. And he's like, no, 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 I mean, I mean, with Lisa, I think it went well. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we learned she'd made hollandaise sauce, wasn't it? Yeah. Until that moment, I still wasn't sure what she was whipping up in that bowl. Finally, that riddle was solved. I know, thank God. Okay, that was the scene lit. Next scene. What are you calling it? I called it recording a terrible song. Oh. <laughs> I was more factual, just Lisa recording electric. Yeah, I don't so like this So this confirms our suspicion that previously, she, in previous episodes, she's just recorded a demo. Lots of demos. Lots of demos. So this is her, she's, you know, electric's been chosen as the single that she needs to get into the top 10. She's in the studio. She's recording it. This scene really is here just to show that she's tired. It's, what time is it? 1.30? It's 1.30 in the morning. Okay, now I'm confused by this scene because yeah. I can understand if you're putting an album together, much like Michelle with Liberty X, you might be in the studio for a long time doing a few tracks or finishing things off. It might run late. If you're recording one song <laughs> that's been pre-selected, yeah. why are you recording at 1.30 yeah, in the morning? Yeah, you're not writing it from scratch. You're just following the, the guide vocal. Touch me, I'm electric. And also, and also... I. Like Lisa's schedule right now is not like it's not yeah. like she's doing panto. It's not like she's you know on roller skates somewhere. That's true. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not really sure about the logistics of this one. It's a mystery we might only get solved if we ever speak to someone who starred in this show. Get in touch. <laughs> so yeah, it's one thirty in the morning. She's recording electric. Oh, she's tired. Um, I wrote so many keyboards. At one point, mm, <laughs> at one point right. Max, the, the studio, he's, that's Max from Concept, isn't it? Yeah, so in this scene, we've got Lisa in the booth. Yeah. We've got a sound engineer of a sort, another straight white male. Yeah. And then we have Max from Concept Records. Yeah. Notable that Nathan isn't here. No, no, or uh, Nicola. <laughs> or Nicola. And yeah, Max is sitting in front of a wall of keyboards, mm. and he's kind of just like, you know, he's, they're having a good time, and... You know, she's like, oh, Max is smiling. Oh, yeah, it's good to see Max Max smiling. is happy. Max is happy. We're all happy if Max is happy. She's wearing a real Diamante cuff. Mm, she is. Well, it's, it's kind of like her version of, uh, of Andy's, Andy's cuff. Of the, the sporty cuff, exactly. but hers is glam. Hers is glam Diamante. I wrote down here, did you notice that Max is wearing charity bands? I, <laughs> I want to talk to you about charity bands. Okay, so he <laughs> is wearing... Well, first of all, he's also wearing a, um, uh, a, a sporty pastel colored polo i think but he is wearing two rubber charity bands yeah a yellow one and a white one can i remember what they were for i think one was for a tsunami yellow was live strong the lance armstrong one that's the the live strong is what like launched the rubber charity band craze was the yellow live strong one i can't remember for the life of me what the white one was wait what was in 2004 there was that big concert i never remember the name of any of them there was like live eight earth eight I think BBA. BB8. And of course, by that, I mean Big Brother 8. Big Brother 8, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I feel like there was definitely a tsunami yeah. around this time. Sorry, that's very disrespectful, but... Did you, ha- did you have any rubber charity bands oh, when you were at university? I yeah, I did. I think I had a yellow one. I had a white one, and I remember having a light blue one. Oh, what was that for? Couldn't tell you. I feel like I maybe didn't even buy them from the correct charities. I think I might have bought them from, like, Top Man or from, like, a, just a shop. What, just for the look? Yeah. 
Yeah, I was doing it to support the charities. But anyway, Lance Armstrong has been since been revealed to be a liar and a crook anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Got nothing to say about Lance Armstrong. Really left me out to dry there, didn't you? Thank you. <laughs> this is also a scene where Lisa um, reveals she's the Harmony Queen. <laughs> I wrote down, not sure if there's any evidence to back that up. Have you ever heard of Harmony touch with Lisa? Me. I'm electric. Touch, touch, touch me. I'm, I'm electric. electric. Touch me. I'm electric. We're about too far gone. Too far gone, been gone. <laughs> wow, we're the harmony queens, aren't we? <laughs> that was stunning. Now, a lo- there's, you know, it's one thirty in the morning. It's late. There's a lot of clutching of face. Yeah, a lot of her just like, oh god, I'm so sorry, tired. I'm so tired. Yeah, she's really got a cabbage on her head this time around. <laughs> we're not getting to that again. I can't do it again. So she's recording the song. She records it. <laughs> she does. Yeah, she finishes recording it and then she comes out and she calls Johnny because it's his birthday. She calls him on a tiny, tiny little phone. So he's probably off. Where do you think he is You know, at the moment for, for the, the Starlight Tour? Um, uh, Leeds? Leeds. Leicester? Leicester, yeah. maybe. It's also notable that she records the song in 26 minutes. <laughs> So it's one thirty in the morning, they start, and it ends at 4 minutes to 2 in the morning. So do you feel like she just, the only time she had was at 1am, and she just went in and recorded it That's then? That's what I don't understand. Yeah. I, she doesn't strike me as th- this kind of gal. No. I, I, she strikes me as someone that has a good sleeping routine, you know? I know. So, yeah, she records the song. Yeah, and then she, she wishes Johnny a happy birthday, and then there's this strange exchange between her and Max, where he's talking about, like, oh, you know, it's, at least he understands, because he's in the industry too, and she's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you know, you couldn't do this with someone with a 9-to-5 job and she's like oh I tried that and it didn't work yeah. and then she goes at the, at the end just in a really insipid voice she goes wish I had a 9 to 5 job I was, like, I was like do you know what she would excel in a fucking 9 to 5 job imagine Lisa Scott Lee working like a real what would her job petty be? bureaucracy role in a, in a company like I imagine her being maybe in HR I think she'd be in HR because something would happen and she'd have a meeting and she'd be like I'm sorry. Here's the thing. At the end of I'm the day, I'm sorry, but wait, that's that's bang out of order. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can't do that. No. You can't put that stuff in the fridge if you haven't marked your name. At the end of the day, you'd imagine imagine yeah. those petty emails she'd send out on behalf of HR about like the tiniest thing as well. Mm. And can't you just imagine her in the HR like department coming in and then being like, "Hi, Elise," and she'd be like, "Hi," and they're like. You're right. What, well, how was your night? What'd you have for dinner? And she'd be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And you could just really imagine and it. And she'd like bring that. in a little pet lunch. She'd have like a, a Muller light. Yeah. You know what I mean? She would definitely have a Muller she'd light. She'd love a Muller light. Yeah, she'd have her sandwiches that she made and a nice Muller light. And then maybe later on, like AM, um, maybe she'd have a Neutral Grain bar when she first got there. For oh, breakfast. that's to keep her going. Yeah, or a Belvita. Belvita. <laughs> cup, def- cup of tea and two <laughs> Belvitas for breakfast. Need that breakfast biscuit. <laughs> I also really liked in this scene, just at the very end, when she's talking to um, Johnny on the phone and she's uh, you know speaking to Max as well the sound engineer is just standing around and like jangling his keys as if to say like I'm, I'm, uh, I think it's it's two, it's two in the morning I need get to get out uh, can I just uh, can I just go she's wearing a very strange top in this scene it's like a waterfall of diamantes down the front well she's got to get in the mood for electric <laughs> oh well, yeah that, maybe that's because she's wearing the cuff as well so well, that Nokia her phone is so old next Scene. I've I've called this. I'm not. What have you called I this? I just scene? put Andy promo. There's a lot going on in this scene. I've called it Andy hits the road. <laughs> so yeah, he's driving into Nottingham at this point mm-hmm. on his hands free. Who's he talking to? <laughs> I wrote hands free as well. He's got his hands free kit. He's talking to Nath. Oh yeah, because and he's saying wave your hands. I think I've seen you. Yeah. They're having some real beige fun over the hands free, aren't they? No. I watching all of this. He's going around to various road shows, yeah, and like gigs and things. And you know, he's signing autographs. People are excited to see him. Someone's holding up a sign. I genuinely forgot that Andy was kind of famous. Yeah, three SL. Like people were. Not they, three, people, it's not three SL. It's done it. He got into the top seven of Pop Idol. Oh my god! Of course he did. I of forgot. Of course that. he did. I forgot about that too. Yeah. Because one of the, not three SL, <laughs> not three SL. Because one of these scenes, he's it's like a pop idol road show. That yes, he's at. you're so right. I'm so stupid. Oh. Of course. Anyway. And what does that sign say that that girl's holding up in Nottingham? It says, "Can I lick you?" Yeah. What a horrible sign. Well, in these times. <laughs> yeah. True. Exactly. And yeah, and then he, he pulls in and he's talking to Nath and they're kind of getting ready to go into whatever venue and he's on the phone and Nath's just like having a bit of fun and Andy just goes, I'm on the phone with Michelle. She told you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Tell Nathan to fuck off. That was a good accent, wasn't it? That was great. 
felt like Mish was here with us. <laughs> There's a lot going on in this kind of, this scene. There's a very strange moment where as he kind of goes into the building, we suddenly go into lots of shots of him kind of doing promo and Michelle, we hear Michelle almost doing like a voiceover. She's doing a VO. Yeah, and she's like, you know, there's a lot, go, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into promoting a single, and if it's a success, it's a success, and if it's not, it's not. But at least he tried. Yeah. And it's just very odd, and it's like scenes of him like, what's this at Trent FM? Which yeah. I think that's Nottingham Trent FM, the university. Oh, lovely. So it must be the Nottingham Nottingham University radio station. That's good. This whole kind of thing is a lot of just like fast cuts, just to really show that Andy's out promoing, isn't it? It's hit the road. Yeah, and Michelle's really playing the role of supportive pop star wife. She really is. Lots of her lurking in the shadows, isn't there? Yeah, like standing at the side of like the stage, you know. I mean, she knows all about it because she's used to this. She does. So at one point, he's just walking down a corridor and... We've had a couple of good... We had the Jessica Garlic sighting. We had Weatherwoman Sean Lloyd. I'm sorry, unconfirmed Jessica Garlic. Unconfirmed. It's confirmed. So we had Jessica Garlic. We had Weatherwoman Sean Lloyd. We've had, you know, Ben from Fats and Small. We've had a reference to um, What's Her Chop's Feet. Joss Stone's Feet. Joss Stone's Feet. You yep. know, we, we yeah, Noel from Hearsay is mentioned. I think so far in this corridor at whatever roadshow or performance they're doing, this is where we see the biggest fucking star of 2005. So they're walking through a corridor that has been built out of um, cement breeze blocks. Breeze blocks. Breeze block <laughs> corridor. It's real backstage. Yeah. Oh. And the door opens and a beautiful 2005 goddess comes through. And who is that goddess? Wearing a... Oh, she gives Andy a kiss. She's wearing a, a stunning, just a loose white, you know, tank, as they would call oh, it over here. Nice vest top. She's got a real, like, fantasy tan on, does yeah, she? Yeah, it's our girl, Rachel fucking Stevens. She looks like she smells nice. I think she might be one of the nicest people on the planet. Don't you think? Have you ever met her? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. But I bet she's lovely. I oh. bet she was lovely throughout all of S Club 7. I bet she's lovely now, but she was lovely before she was famous. She seems just like a very nice person. Rach. Isn't she? What's she like? So I actually did a little bit of research here because oh. I was like, I was thinking, because he says, he says to her, oh, it's a great crowd. He's just performed at something she's about to perform at. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you think she was promoing in 2005? So I looked up what singles she had released in 2005. Okay. Tough, tough time for Rachel. Not Second not, album? Yeah, we're in, we're in the... We're not in Funky Dory anymore. Wait, what was the second album? So the, sec- the first single is Negotiate With Love. The case is closed, I don't negotiate with love. Okay, what was the next single? Uh, so Good. I do know the song, but every time I want to sing it, I sing, I'm doing so, 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 I'm doing so, 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 good, 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 good. She's the, she's the solid member of, she's the Kimberly. She's the Kimberly of, of S Club 7, of course. Because, yeah, actually. The Kimberly and the Emma Bunton. Even if you watch kind of, you know, Miami 7, she's just wearing a nice pair of jeans and a top and she looks lovely. Fresh and gorgeous. Oh. I love Rachel Stevens. So anyway, Rachel Stevens is there. Oh, Lord. And then Nathan... Um, and Andy have a little chat about Rachel oh, backstage. I didn't enjoy this. And Nathan's like, he's trying to set up Andy. Be like, oh, yeah. what do you think about Rachel? And Andy's like, oh, I just I think she's very pretty. The way he said it here, I just think she's very pretty. He said it like a little kid and it made me, it turned my stomach. I just think she's very pretty. Yeah. You can tell it's the kind of voice he has to use for Michelle because like, he can't talk about other women in front of Michelle as we find out of oh, that golf game coming up. Oh, and I tell you what, something else coming up with that as well. We'll mm-hmm. get into it. Meanwhile, back in the road, he's on the M4. <laughs> yeah, we, we see a road sign with Bristol, Newport and Cardiff on it. There's a paper map that comes out. Yeah, and they're, they're, really, they're really signposting literally for us what is happening, aren't they? Yep, some leafing through a paper map. Um, and then... They the get motorway's that, closed. The motorway's closed. How's going to get to that <laughs> pop-up the road show? He gets there. Michelle's backstage. She's pouring a Red Bull. I know. I wrote, this montage is so intense. And then I said, did you see Michelle pouring Red Bull into a wine glass? I sure did. But by the end of this scene, you realize it's not just Red Bull in that glass. Well, she pours the, the, the Red Bull into the wine glass, takes a sip, and she grimaces. And I'm like, come on, Mish. Yeah, like you, Red Bull's not that bad. Oh, and also, Mish, Mish, you love a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, oh, no oh, way. It's, it's, it's vodka a really strong vodka Red yeah, Bull. Yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> and then at the end of the scene, um, well, she's... Well, b- before oh, we just, just real quick, did you notice there was just a real brief flash of a moment of someone taking a photo with Andy and their friend was taking it on a flip phone. And I thought, wow. Where's that photo Where's now? that photo now? And what does that look like? <laughs> so at the end of the scene, um, I mean, she, oh, Misha's tired. 
She's that dead. Red Bull, you'd think it would have perked her up. But so she's sort of hugging Andy and like, oh, it's been a long day. And she's tired, but she's, oh, she's not happy that some girls were all over him. No. But she kind of is. Yeah, she's, she's, she's quite proud of him, which is sweet, exactly. isn't she? And then... So yeah, they're outside. And what does Michelle decide to do? Give us a rendition of something. the <laughs> stars. <laughs> She's had a lovely time. She's yeah. had a few drinks. Andy looks stone cold sober. Yeah, 100%. He looks very put together. And I think someone implies maybe Nathan off camera, like, oh, she's drunk. And he says, he says, oh, no, no, no. She's just happy. And then she's <laughs> like, no, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just fucking hungry. <laughs> Fuck off, Nath. I tell you what, <laughs> a drunken Mish being hungry. Oh. oh, I'd be so scared of her. You can imagine her in a kebab shop, can't oh. you, at 2 a.m. Oh. I just want a fucking donner and chips. Oh my god. <laughs> Next scene, what have you called it? I called this Nicola running shit. So yeah, your name for this seems much better because I just had video production meeting <laughs> slash Andy and Mish play golf. Yeah. So let's split this scene in two for discussions purposes because it does get very confusing. That's, that's how I organise my notes. I've got Nicola oh, running shit and then I've got the golf lovely. stuff. Lovely. Yeah. Okay, so Nicola running shit. Take me away. Well, I said, I said we really come in hot to this scene. We come in Nicola's mid... I put she's screaming about money. She's, <laughs> she's like, well, 20 grand is 20 grand. However you split it. Yeah. <laughs> so in this scene, they're t- it's like the video production meeting. Yep. And Lisa and Nathan are with Nicola and Max and some videographers, I'm yep. assuming. And they're discussing what we're now discovering is a joint video shoot. Yeah, this... this- much like the Hollandaise sauce, this really unfolds over the course of the scene, doesn't it? You're kind of not really sh- quite sure about, you're like, oh, 20 grand. Like, but why are they talking about splitting it? I thought maybe they were like, actually, no, 10 grand is just for the video and 10 grand is for like promo for electric. That's what I thought she was talking about. Here's the thing. 10 grand for a music video. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like. <laughs> I know, because do you think that includes like everything? We're talking like, you know, location, well, all dances, in. Like all in. editing, post, like all of it. <laughs> what gets me about this is, you know, you always hear like, oh, you know, the music industry back in the day when there was money. Yeah. So <laughs> if I heard someone had to make a music video now for 10K, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But in 2005. Yeah. I'm That's like, when people were still had quite impressive music videos, wasn't it? Yeah. I made a few kind of just quick notes here. Mm-hmm. Everyone's drinking Diet Coke. Oh my God. So many, so many glasses of warm-looking Diet Coke, no ice. No. Because the UK, as, <laughs> well, our one American listener might not realise, the UK, ice just doesn't really exist in the UK. <laughs> it does exist, it's just used very sparingly. Very sparingly. It's almost like gold treasure. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you might be in a, a pub, and you'll be like, can I get, they'll serve you a drink, you'll be like, oh, uh, can I get some ice in that? And they'll give you <laughs> one ice cube. <laughs> and to be fair... It's cold so in the you UK. Need. It's all you need. It's cold in the UK. I was also very, very confused by the 28 Days Later poster on the wall. Does this video production company also produce the movie 28 Days Later? Well, they did that <laughs> on a 10K budget, actually. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, they, they did. Oh, okay. Danny Boyle. <laughs> this so. has actually become a financial podcast. It has. This. <laughs> it's almost like finance for, the, for media. So... <laughs> This is when the character that I'm now referring to solely as Von Dutch. Yeah, so Von Dutch kind of pipes up and says, you know, it's actually, it was my idea to do the two videos in one day. And Lisa's like, oh, so you're the one to blame for this one. (laughs) And then then he goes into a very, I wrote down, wow, Von Dutch really fucked up with this commentary. Okay. He basically, go on, tell me what Von Dutch says. So he says all kinds of things about the difference between making Lisa's video and Andy's video Mm -hmm. that all boil down to a female artist versus... A male artist. Well, you've made him. You've made him very nuanced. Wait, he says all kinds of words, but essentially, to sum up, he says at the end, "Well, you know, there are beauty beauty issues with a girl you don't have with a boy." Yeah, boys versus girls is what he kept saying. Boy and girl videos. I was Mm -hmm. like, Von Dutch, you need to clean up that vocabulary, my friend. Well, I mean, you know, it's two thousand and five. Also in this scene, there are more pink polo shirts going on. And I do remember this time, it was that period where it suddenly became like a trend and very revolutionary for any guy to wear pink. Oh yeah, like real guys wear pink. Yeah, it was like a real thing. Because it happened. used to be a gay colour, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I remember I, I was, was in fear of wearing pink, so people were like, <laughs> you just look at yourself wearing pink. Oh, I am wearing pink. <laughs> Pink's always been my favourite colour. Yeah, well... After Von Dutch, you know, really fucks up with his vocabulary, uh, another character who I'm just calling Rugby Shirt, and he basically says, he's kind of talking about their vision for the music video, and he says he wants it to be, you know, really fun and glamorous and, and simple. 
And then Nicola just pipes up and goes, <laughs> a bit like you love, to Lisa. And Lisa's like, <laughs> yeah, simple. Oh, and then they all have a laugh, yeah. don't they? <laughs> Lisa's very interesting in this scene because she's, you can tell that she's, she's very professional. Yeah. And Nath is doing all the talking. Yeah. And you can tell she's, you know, come up in the industry at a time where as an artist, you might not speak up that much yeah. and you just agree and you're polite and you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. She, yeah, she's, she's, you'd think she would have more to say from what we've seen in the rest of the show. But I also feel like she has kind of realized that her back's against the wall in this situation and she has to kind of do what they say if she wants it to happen. Yeah. Cause they're like, well, if it's 10 K it's 10 K and we'll just make it work. If it's yeah. just, if we're shooting in one location, we'll just make it work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I know. I feel bad for her in this scene. Anyway, should we talk about Andy and Michelle going golfing? Andy and Mish play golf. <laughs> so, first of all, what does Michelle wear to play golf? Well, she appears to be wearing the same um, the same top combination that she was wearing to the the brunch. The the, the bacon brunch. Yeah, the the hollandaise sauce brunch. Mm-hmm. She's also teamed it with what I think may be a von Dutch cap and just a pair of like baggy you know, like cargo pants. Well, no, they're like bag of, baggy cargo pant distressed jeans. They could be from Miss 60. <laughs> yeah, probably. They are very low slung. <laughs> yes, she's showing off her bum crack in quite a lot of the shots of this scene. A lot of thong in that golf course. <laughs> I'm also fascinated that they're both wearing big, loose, baggy jeans and white trainers, translation, <laughs> sneakers for a golf out- outing. You know, on a golf course? I know, but I feel like this is pitch and putt at, at, at most. Not like a full golf course, right? Although they do have a full golf sets with them, no, don't it's they? Like a, it's like a golf course. They're wearing <laughs> jeans on a golf course. Oh, they're pop stars. They can do whatever they can want. do what they want. Yeah, when you're a crazy pop star like these two. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are they talking about? So, really, the, the point of this scene is that Michelle's not happy. Because we discover the panto that he's in is Cinderella. Mm-hmm. So, he must be playing Prince Charming. And she, he has to snog Cinderella three times a day. So that's three shows a day. Yeah, doing. she did say three mm. times a day, but maybe it's like rehearsal, one rehearsal and two performances. One rehearsal snog. Yeah, and then two two performances. <laughs> well, for the rehearsal snog, do it, but don't use tongues. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But they use tongues in a children's panto. Oh yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, they've got children have got to be convinced that the Prince Charming and Cinderella are getting off with each other. They have to buy into it. <laughs> so yeah, she's generally just like not happy about that, and she's. Making it known in this scene. And at one point, she, <laughs> at one point she says, this is kind of the end of the scene. She's like, she's like, I don't like you staying in the same hotel as Cinderella. <laughs> and she just goes, is she pretty? And Andy's just like putting his ball in and he gets, the, he gets it in the, the, hole, the ball in the hole. How do you say it in golf? I don't know. And he's just like, oh yeah, that's par. And he just doesn't answer her. And then she's like, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> now, I'd beautiful. love to know who played Cinderella in that production. Melinda mm, Messenger? Oh, I think no. She'd be more fairy godmother. Yeah, I, I use this term. She's a little long in the tooth for a uh, Cinderella oh, in okay. those days. Yeah, I'm not sure who played Cinderella in that panto, but I have found um, that Michelle and Andy in 2007 were in Cinderella together. Oh, so I think they must have been playing Prince Charming and Cinderella. Right. So she really got put her foot down a couple of years later. She and... finally got that snog. If you're, <laughs> you're going to be in Cinderella, I better be Cinderella. And she was. <laughs> Now, we've got a big scene coming up here. What's a double birthday? Yeah, we've got a full slapstick scene coming up here. What have you called this scene? <laughs> I just called it Mum and Dad's birthday. I've called it Tony and Jan's joint B-Day. Oh, lovely. I, I did actually write B-Day as well. <laughs> now, I'm confused. Right. Do both of them share a birthday? I'm not sure. What is going on? They must just have close birthdays close to each other. So this is this seems to be the Scott Lee tradition, doesn't it? To get together for Tony and Jan's B-Day. Oh, lovely. Now, to get together for that, they're over at Lisa's house. Yeah. Lisa's popping wearing, another champagne. Popping another champagne. Lisa is wearing a gypsy skirt. Yeah, with a, a, a like a piece of blue fabric tied around her waist. Well, no, it's a tiered brown gypsy skirt that's got bright blue fabric layering. Oh, that, that's part of the tears is the blue. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I only spied it later on when I could just see it around her waist. I didn't realize it was tiered. So I, I wrote down, this family loves champagne, don't they? <laughs> any, any excuse any for excuse. the excuse. I also wrote down, I spy sexy ant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they're all there from, from mum and dad's B-Day. So uh, they, they, this opens with a weird scene of Lisa standing, kind of cooking something. And she's moaning on about how Tony's just said to her, oh, look at my little girl cooking. 
Isn't that like, really weird, that scene? And she goes, Dad, I left home 12 years ago. Yeah. Weird moment. That's when we smash cut into a daddy long leg scene. <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> the number of insects and bugs, this, they're really attacking the Scott Lees. So yeah, there's a daddy long legs. Do they, do they have daddy long legs in America? I don't know. It feels like a combination of words that you'd try and say here and they'd be like, what? Yeah, we willy winkies. Yeah, yeah. we willy winky daddy long legs. <laughs> so there's a daddy long legs and Tony is trying to get it. And they're like, dad, get it. And also... So then he goes to get a newspaper to swat it with. And just before Lisa remarks the newspaper, she does say, Dad, is it bin day? <laughs> I didn't hear that. Out of nowhere, which is very confusing. Then he tries to swat the daddy long legs, but the newspaper he's, he's going to swat it with, turns out it's got a picture of Lisa in it. <laughs> Or Lisa on it. She was saving that. She's like, oh, that's a nice picture. I was yeah, saving, saving it. saving that. What's she going to do with that? I scrapbook. Know. You know she's got scrapbooks. Oh. She said, that's me. I'm keeping it. It's a nice picture. I said Tony swatting the daddy long legs is the most energy I've ever seen him have. He's normally quite a, a docile character, isn't he? But he really goes for it. He, really, I, he should have been there in the wasp scene. Oh, he really should have done. Yeah. Mo, no wonder Johnny fits in so well to the family. <laughs> now... <laughs> We started off this whole little collection of shows talking about how much they love that Clinton's card. Now, boy, did this family, they love champagne and they love cards. They love a card. So we start with Tony's card. And <laughs> Lisa's definitely written a, um, a little poem on the inside of this one. She has. Well, first of all, the outside of the card, I think it says like 21 today. Yeah. It's a 21st There's a 21 card. banner behind them I as well. She's having that. fun. Lisa what got that in Clinton's, like? didn't she? And yeah, this is where we get a full David Brent from the office scene as Tony's reading out the poem that Lisa's written and she's standing behind, mouthing along the words to the poem. Oh, oh, Lisa. (laughs) I didn't write down the lyrics to this poem, but... No. Lyrics to a poem? Lyrics to put words to a poem? Yeah, I know they just call him... They keep calling it Tony's Taxis, don't they? Or Taxi Tony? Well, that's what... Yeah, I don't understand that. Although, wait a minute. Tony's Transport? Tony's... This might make sense. What goes with you saying that your friend got driven around Manchester by Tony one night? Yeah. Tony's taxis. Tony's taxis. Yeah. There we go. Oh, they're having fun, aren't they? I tell you what, they are all made for each other. This scene is the most energy I've seen from any of them as well. Like, bar bar the the Mr. Miyagi joke and the computer at the shopping center. They're all just like, I mean, by the time it gets to Jan's card... They're, all, they're at like a fever pitch, aren't they? <laughs> she shows the front of that card that like kind of just gold, you know, just like a gold embossed like vase of flowers on it. They were like, <laughs> just like having the time of their fucking life at Jan's card. Especially when, you know, especially when Lisa thinks that, you know, Michelle drew a pair of tits inside it. I know, it's just they were bal- boobs. They're balloons. Oh. It's also that's slightly shady, isn't it? Yeah, of course. She's like, why would Michelle draw? And Michelle's not there as well, of course. Notably absent. I wonder where she is. She thinks well, she's already done that, she that one obligation, isn't she? That brunch, the hollandaise sauce brunch. Oh, well, yeah, she did that. Do you think she's off, like, shooting, like, the Got to Have Your Love video in well, South Africa? We, I know, wasn't it done in Barbados? Dun, 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 I love that song. <laughs> got to have your love. That was her bit, wasn't it? <laughs> Every time I see your friends, inside my heart. It doesn't have any like, lyrics to that song. Like a, a diamond heist. It does. Situation <laughs> going on. Yeah, there's like a, it's like a South African slash Caribbean. Who knows? Yeah, diamond heist. And they're all like by a pool. And I find a way to get into your heart. Why <laughs> I got to have your love. <laughs> Let's watch the music video for that when we're done with this. Okay, great. So they have the cards. Then I tell you what. I'm just so glad Johnny and Lisa thought to build that conservatory because they've got great use out of it. Because I don't know if you remember the conservatory from uh, the episode, I think yeah. episode two. Yeah, where they have the anniversary. Anniversary. They're back in it. That's where the family gets together and drinks champagne and looks oh, at cards, isn't that's it? That's where she built it. <laughs> so they're in the conservatory. They're all doing a cheers around that circular glass table. There's that happy 21st birthday yeah. sign in the background. I just, I made a quick note at this point there was a weird shot of aunt's girlfriend and i wrote i don't trust sexy aunt's girlfriend i think that might be because i'm jealous Hmm. did you get that picture i sent you of him him and lisa in like dubai like a couple of years ago he looks great he looks exactly the same yeah sexy (laughs) 
just pulled the weirdest face at you as I did that. Just did I've like, never waggled my eyebrows at someone like suggestively. Come in a carry-on movie. I don't, sorry, I really lost myself there. Okay, back to the conservatory. Oh, okay. So, they do a toast for the videos. Because to the videos! To the videos, because tomorrow they're going to shoot the videos. But Lisa's like, talking of the videos. Oh, yeah, she's so pleased I've got the CD of electric. And she pulls out like a, a I don't know, just one of those CDR yeah, CDs. In a paper sleeve. In a paper sleeve. <laughs> and everyone's like, ooh. She hands it to Ant. She goes, DJ Ant. <laughs> yeah, she's really, she's in her element in this conservatory, isn't she? <laughs> she gets, then DJ Ant gets out the conservatory boombox. Yeah, very, almost like a micro boombox, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a full, it's not a full boombox. There's not I'm, two speakers on that. I'm very surprised they don't have some sort of more elaborate sound system in that house. Yeah, it's... It seems like they'd have a central thing with speakers in each room. Mm-hmm. Even in those days, that technology did exist. So anyway, <laughs> they play electric on the boombox. Everyone has a little groove to yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of like bopping around. They're like, mm. oh, this is fun. This is fun. This is where I saw Sexy Aunt's girlfriend was like, she's getting into it a little too much. I felt like she was mocking Lisa. Well, at the end, she says to Lisa, I love that descending harmony. <laughs> what does she know about it? Don't descending know. harmony. Well, she does know that Lisa's queen of harmonies. Yeah. Harmony queen. And then did you see the shot of the other brother? He's also sexy. The one who's got slightly greasy hair? Yeah. Yeah. He's attractive. I actually think Andy might be the least attractive of the three brothers, in my personal opinion. Yeah. He's 2005 attractive, but actually probably the least attractive now. I would say he's middle attractive. Oh, so you think it goes Aunt, Andy, other brother? Yeah. Oh. There's also a couple of great exterior shots of the conservatory. Yeah, in full up. swing. Full swing. And then they're the outside lighting. I, I don't know if this, I don't know if Lisa just hadn't really, maybe she was away in the steps tour when they were doing the outside of the house. <laughs> it's just floodlights, like two really <laughs> alarming floodlights. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, there's no subtle uplighting happening no, outside no, that property, no. is there? no. Next scene. Well, this is really the final scene of the yeah. episode, episode, and it's big. The video shoots. Well, 20 grand's been spent on this. Yeah, I wrote the video shoot and then put an S in brackets, parentheses. Oh, I wrote double video shoot. <laughs> so, Andy's up first. Yeah. So for his video, he's wearing a sleeveless burgundy, kind of shiny button-down shirt. Yeah. It's very him. Yeah. I would have. I would have wanted that back in the day. I would have wanted it, but never dared go near it, just because it wouldn't have fitted me at all. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I bet Burton. Burton's yeah. would do a good one. So wait a minute. What's confusing here is we don't hear the song that no, Andy's recording. I wrote that down. At all. I went looking for it online. I, me too. Couldn't find it anywhere. Me too. It's been scrubbed from the internet. Well, I think, and we'll get to it, I don't think he ever released the song. Uh, because of what is proposed by yeah. Concept Records. Coming later in the episode. Oh. So, so Lisa arrives. She sure does. In her lovely tracksuit bottoms and her vest top. Yeah, she, well, she's dressed. Down, and then isn't she. This is kind of quite montagey. This this bit, isn't it? It's like a lot of him recording his video and Lisa like flicking through the racks of outfits. At one point, she picks up a very strange red garment with a lot of gold, gold like tassels hanging off it. And she's like, "Oh, I like this one." Mm-hmm. And then they show her like this kind of fluffy jacket, and she's like, "Oh no, not, not that one. <laughs> not sure about that one." <laughs> yeah, and then we see her in a, a short red dress, which I love. She, yeah. yeah, she wears this really fun short red dress play suit thing. She looks great yeah, in it, but she doesn't settle on that. She settles on something pretty awful. So th- oh yeah, so then Tony's talking to Andy, isn't he? And he talks about how Lisa was complaining about his driving on the way up there. Oh, I totally didn't <laughs> notice that. Yeah, he's like, oh, Lisa was going on it, but she's like, we're not going to make it there in time, Dad. Tony the taxi. <laughs> Taxi's Tony's transport. Taxi's, to- Taxi's Tony's transport. <laughs> Taking to the road. There's also a moment where Lisa's getting her ready, getting her makeup done, and it must be like a PR person or someone mm. says, oh, you know, you, get, you need to get you, you and Johnny out and about, you know, get you seen. And Lisa's like, yeah, we're a very private couple. <laughs> so he's obviously thinking, yeah. you know, to help promote everything as yeah. a couple, you should get out and about there. So me should be up for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should be all over that. Like, well, I'm surprised they're not getting papped at that tapas roast restaurant that they were at last week. Mm, I don't know. Square balls. <laughs> okay. So. So Lisa comes and unveils her, her look. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about it with, um, with someone. And she says, she says, you know, I think it's, it's very sexy without being, you know, here are my tits. 
<laughs> she also, we don't want to look past the fact that her two backing dancers sort of look like the cheeky girls as well. Yeah, they do. They're dressed like space age cheeky girls. <laughs> a lot of fun. Tell you what, 10K goes a long way. Her whole vibe for this video is very like Austin Powers Fembot. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it is. Like silver corset top. She's wearing some very like long above the knee pirate boots. Lace up, lace up pirate boots. <laughs> with, a, with a sparkly buckle, some very modest um, hot pants, yeah. a sparkly top, and then giant hair as well. <laughs> yeah, you see them clipping a lot of hair onto the top of that head, don't you? Mm-hmm. God, it must be heavy. It must be hot. <laughs> So this, so she starts recording her kind of scene, her little scenes for the video, mm-hmm. and we have a very uncomfortable exchange between Tony and someone that I'd refer to as a makeup gay. Oh yeah, I, I wrote gay stylist. But yeah. sure, either he or. Said, he goes, oh, you know, I just can't believe that's my daughter. I'm like, okay, Tony, fine, just keep it calm. And then you hear him say, oh, I'm just going to take a picture, take a snap. We haven't, we haven't got many pictures like this for the family albums. I'm like, Tony. And then he says, uh, like, I know you can't believe it's your daughter, but it is. And then, and then he's like, I think Johnny, your husband, would be very pleased. <sighs> and then I kind of didn't catch, but the makeup gay said something which also sounded pervy. And the two of them go like, <laughs> they make a joke about Johnny's. Yeah. So oh. he says, I think husband Johnny would be very pleased. And the makeup gay's like, oh, I think, you know, a few Johnny's would be pleased. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't enjoy that moment at all. No. Don't like seeing Tony in that light. That's the same light that we saw at the Miss Wales pageant, you know? Don't like that side of it. Or when he kissed that manicurist. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. When he just <laughs> tried to kiss that, that manicurist on the lips. She's just like, excuse me, I don't when, know who you are. When, Hello. <laughs> Sorry, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lisa's performing in an orange egg chair. Yeah, she is. And you see just being lightly turned around by like a PA behind her. <laughs> Touch me. I'm electric. Turn, turn, turn the egg. <laughs> So just before that, Nath is also talking to Tone, and he's saying that they're worried they don't have enough time to promote the record. He's like, you know, everything's come together. We've got the song, we've got the record, we've got the music, we've got the we've got the music video. I just don't know if we've yeah. got enough time to turn this into a hit. And Tony's like, well, they'll have to go all out. And then it ends with Tony saying, for God's sake, you've got to do something. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird line, wasn't it? Very good. Got dramatic. to do something. <laughs> then. Then. Nathan gets a phone call Nathan from Max. Nathan gets a phone call, yes. Okay, but before that happens, while he's getting the phone call, I just want to show you something. <laughs> okay. So they are, um, yeah, he gets a phone call. Meanwhile, Andy is sitting around with one of the dancers, yeah. okay? And they're just like having a chin wag, Andy and the dancer. Look at the... Yeah, the body language is very strange. He's got his legs like open and her leg is between his legs and they're like just chit-chatting. And they're both like face towards yeah. towards each other. I tell you what, if Mish saw that... Ooh, she'd be clawing that dancer's face off. That cheeky girl would be destroyed. <laughs> so yeah, he's just chatting away and, and the cheeky girl dancer is just like playing with her lip and yeah. looking at him. But she gets called into the shoot straight after that to play the guitar, I think? I think so. <laughs> Not that it's plugged in. So... Then Nath gets a phone call. Yeah. Talk us through what's going on, Well, please. so he gets this phone call, and then we see him just going back, and he's very stressed and, like, you know, running his hands through his hair, and he's like, oh, God. And you can tell, basically, he's got some news that he really doesn't want to have to pass on, and he's got that body language of, like, God, maybe if I just sit here and, like, have a slight panic about it, it'll go away. He's buying his nails. Mm. Looks good in his lovely polo shirt. So he goes over to Andy. He's like, let's go and have a chat outside. And they try and go through one of those big sliding doors, and he can't quite open it, so they have to just squeeze through the gap. <laughs> So he has this news to tell Andy and the news is that Max over at Concept has said that they want to release his single the same day as Lisa's and do like a Scott Lee versus Scott Lee. Yeah. And this is, I've, this is the most kind of conviction and spine and yep. anything we've ever seen from Andy. Cause Andy immediately is like, no, absolutely. Well, I'm not I'm, doing it. I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah, absolutely not. Not doing it. Yeah. I believe I referred to him as a sniveling weasel in another episode that we did. And yeah. he's definitely not in this moment. He's, he's right as well. Like it's not a good idea. Really? Or do you think it would have actually driven up some interest? Well, I was going to ask you, I was like, isn't there something fun? Couldn't they have done it in like a fun way? In like, like a Girls Aloud versus One True Voice kind of way. Yeah, but like brother versus yeah. sister. Come on, like goading each other on. And then like slightly trash talking each other in a lovable way. I, I think... I think that what you're saying is a great idea. And I think that's what Max and Nicola over at Concept thought was going to happen. My worry would be that they wouldn't be able to pull that off. 
Not because of logistics, because of the two of them. They don't have enough personality between them to pull off a fun... A fun, playful fight. Yeah. Also, they're not at the same level. Yeah. Like, Lisa's more well-known. He is... Although his star is on the rise. Yeah. I don't know, but that, that the idea... No, would, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good idea. I'm just, yeah, I'm not sure it would work. It would have worked. It is also, format-wise, it is a bit confusing if they did that, because it's like, oh, boy v. girl, brother v. Sis, v. sister. Also, side note, Lisa has to get to the top ten. Yeah. It's it, like quite it, a few layers. It dilutes the, uh, the, the kind of, the action. Yeah. I, I just wonder if Andy's just mainly nervous and doesn't want to do it because he knows he'd lose. Yeah. And he doesn't want to look like a fool. Yeah. So, oh Lord, that's it. What have we got coming up in the preview? Oh, let me tell you what we've got coming up. Okay, next time on episode six, we see Lisa and Johnny. They're sitting there in the kitchen, just off the conservatory. (laughs) And they're flicking through the papers. They're discussing their relationship and the fact that clearly in the tabloids, there's been a story about... um, him having an affair. Him having an affair and Lisa kicking him out. Yeah. And they're, they're like, well, you know what? They're both very adamant to each other. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd never do that. And that didn't happen. And then Lisa says, well, we'll find out who the little bitch is. <laughs> but it's also like, who? Because it's not as if someone's leaked something that's true. Yeah. Or maybe it's one of those, maybe you should talk about the journalist. Oh. Calling her a little bitch. Then we also see that Lisa's going to play electric to Nana. Yeah. So well, no wonder she's got the boombox. It's portable. She's like, "What do you think of?" The, she say, "What do you think of the song?" And Nana's like, "Answer the phone." Yeah, it's like, "Oh, Nana, Nana. you're like, but seriously, she can't hear. How funny, funny, but seriously, <laughs> tell me what you think about the song." Also, there's a, a scene. I don't know who who's in it. I think it's Johnny. He's talking to someone, and the, the someone's like. Well, I've not heard the song on Radio One. Oh yeah, and then Johnny's like, yeah. "No, she won't get Radio One." And then the guy says. What about Lester Sound? And Johnny says, no, I don't think she'll be on that either. <laughs> and then the final next time little sequence is Max saying to Nicola, well, you know, who does buy Lisa Scott Lee records? And Nicola says, well, that's my question since the beginning. <laughs> Savaged by Nicola again. I mean, how much do you want to watch that episode? Oh, though? so excited. <laughs> so what was your thought on the totally of all of this one? I... Clearly, you're very good at naming the episodes. <laughs> Shit puns. Shit puns. Because mine is more serious and mine mm. is totally set up to fail. Yeah. Yours is very factual. Very factual. What have you got for us? Mine was totally bugly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it. <laughs> Episode five is totally bugly. Well, I like the, I like the way that we do this now. It's that yours, is, yours are very good and descriptive and mine is stupid. I think it's like we found our niche. Perfect. (laughs) So that is episode five. Thank you as ever for listening. Hey, you've got an episode of Your America coming out this Wednesday. (gasps) Oh, God, it's Halloween. I got scared. Oh, you got spooked. You got spooked from the Halloween. (gasps) Shit, the Halloween special that's coming out. Oh, as ever, get in touch on Instagram. Get in touch on Twitter. Let's, I mean, we're in the 40s now. Fucking hell, I mean... We're like, you know, Katy Perry in 2009. What we like. Like Jules, <laughs> drop us an email. Please do. Like Jules. Um, watch along on YouTube and we will see you very yeah. soon. We've got how many? Three more Three more weeks to go. Three more episodes of Totally Scotland. What are we going to do next? I have no idea. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest. I think that a lot of the time they don't seem to like you. There's a lot of hard work and there'll be... It's blood, sweat and tears. I don't know, you know, if I suddenly get a guitar out, is, is it believable? 23. Well, that's really shit. <laughs>